and now I'll just uh, have a look at YouTube to confirm. <laughs> right now, like nobody will watch it <laughs> because we don't have any subscribers. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. ourselves. Oh, thank God. <laughs> but this is all just diving in to just try it out to just see what, what's what's possible and what the where the opportunities are to expand yeah. the conversation. Good life we are. Yeah, should, yeah, should yeah. <clears throat> this is my first time I was um, ever live uh, on YouTube. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Me too, Don. We're doing it together, hand in hand. Yeah, same yeah, for us. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, actually, no. I think one of the Warren things were live. I, I don't remember, but anyway, uh, I mean, it's certainly yeah. one of the first ones. Yeah. So I just tried it out on YouTube, and it, it, it's it's live now, and we're awesome. all live for the first time, probably. Mm -hmm. so, That's right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome we to the new live stream. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. So uh, yeah, this is the Tesla community channel, and the idea is relatively new and uh yeah we are just delighted to have you guys here and uh, you have a, f a fruitful conversation with you and uh, have some insights of you uh, as you're uh, quite active on the uh, twitter sphere and uh, especially you alexandra uh, in recent uh, weeks you had like you know <laughs> many talks uh, with uh, different people and uh, especially with the esg um issue I think it's mm -hmm. like a very interesting part that we could all uh, learn from and you know also see what the future holds especially for uh, Tesla and uh, its valuation and so on which is uh, obviously now uh, one of the biggest companies in the world but uh, you know we will also uh, would like to have your ideas in general about the um, Tesla community overall because right now we are uh, people from you know, UK, uh, Germany, and now you uh, in the US. And uh, it's very international. And we think it's something really special. And uh, we, are, so we would just like to you know, bring out the best of all the people uh, who are out there. And you know, not just these uh, big YouTubers who are also great people, of course. But um, sure. many people are in the comments just posting um, over and over again. And most of them don't have their own channels, but mm. you know, I usually go through all the comments or many comments, uh, many videos, and there are some brilliant insights. And I uh, thought you know, it might be a great idea to uh, have this channel where you know, basically anybody could join and have a talk mm. and share their ideas. Yeah, I think that's a very good idea. And, and I agree with you. This is a very special community. I mean, I always point out how much older I am than all of you. and But that does give me a little bit of the hindsight of, of understanding how rare this is, right? I mean, I, I, I was young enough when other new products were introduced that were really, really news-breaking then, but social media wasn't where it is now. The product wasn't as compelling as Tesla is now. So many things have just come together at the right moment to bring these these people together. And it's been going, going on, obviously, for more than, than uh, 10 years. Uh, I only joined two years ago. Initially, like probably most of us, passively, you know, reading through it, learning and, and, and getting there. And when this whole rating um, theme came up, the first one was actually on the credit ratings, how bad Tesla is, um, is rated for the, the credit ratings, which they don't really need because they don't need to get that. But it does have an impact on pension funds who can't who can't invest in Tesla for these stupid reasons. But anyway, that was the first time I did some sort of my coming out, who I am and what I can bring to the table. 
uh, and then got very encouraged by lots of other people um, saying, come on, do more and, and whatever, and just jumped the line and did it again and again. I mean, I, I like being seen. I don't mind being seen. And it's actually so comfortable when you're a private person. Before I did it professionally, and then you have to obviously respect the code of conduct by your employer, and you have to play your corporate game, either you're looking for clients or you want to transmit a certain information. But when you're a private person, just an investor doing it, it's so much easier because you can just you know, convey what, what uh, you know about it. Um, and, so, and, and, and it's great because there's so many intelligent people in this in this uh, Tesla community. I learned so much and I hope the little I can give some other people learn from me. Absolutely. Thank you. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. maybe we should just briefly introduce ourselves so that sure. potential viewers know who we are. So who would like to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, you know. Oh, God, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Um, 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 just to give you guys, if you give, give you guys a bit of extra background, actually, um, I met Julian on Twitter and met all of you guys on Twitter, really. And we've all been having the same kind of conversations and, 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 and sort of having the same kind of opinions on, on all things Tesla. And, um, yeah, um, um, <clears throat> and I think we're, we, we're basically family people, you know, we've got kids and we've got lives and we've got all sorts of things on the go and, um yeah uh, yeah and, and here we are putting putting together a an opportunity to broaden the conversation and make sort of include more and more people give encourage people to as you, exactly as you say alexandra just come and speak your mind and, and get involved and, and actually enjoy the same thrill that everybody else does when they get a chance to really view air their views yeah. but yes yeah, sorry um yeah um yeah <laughs> um, so you're you're in the uk right Yes, that's right. Yes, that's right. So I'm I'm London based, and um, yeah, and um, like Julian was saying, I mean we're we're all over the world. The, the, the Tesla community really is actually a global community, and see and and getting different opinions from different parts of the world, different parts of the Tesla community around the world, um, is a is a very interesting you know undertaking. A, a, and uh, we we can we can share our enthusiasm for Tesla and our, our and uh, 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 but but we can also help like dispel certain things you know like um, yeah um, you know a lot of people will, will dismiss you as a fan boy or a fan girl you know mm. but actually it, it's a lot of it's a much broader deeper story than that it's it's about the technology it's about the globe's potential to transition to sustainable energy to build a better future and that's that's actually probably the, the core of what sparks our enthusiasm more than elon's genius which is phenomenal mm -hmm. um but it's it's um there's we are we, we're real people here on the ground anyway yeah so, sorry back to introducing each other introducing ourselves um yes so i'm claude from the uk uh, father of five, so busy, busy. Five, son, busy son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, five little <laughs> rascals running about this house here. So, um, 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 but um, in the same boat with 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 all the parents everywhere, really, you know, and uh, just happy to just jump in and just uh, contribute as best I may and help encourage uh, all of us to to get involved. So, yeah, um, uh, yeah. Who who wants to go next? 
Julian, go ahead. You got children yeah. and you got all your school kids, right? Yeah, exactly. So I'm a teacher <laughs> in, in Germany. And uh, yeah, so I also got my own kids. Uh, so they're uh, very small right now, uh, you know, just two and five years old. And um, yeah, that's you know, teaching is what I do for a living. And also it's my passion. I really love uh, teaching English. And um, it's just great to see the energy of the young people. And uh, so something else uh, happens more and more in recent years. It is uh, especially when it comes to, again, uh, Tesla, uh, the students notice um, Tesla on the streets uh, talking about it. And I have a Model 3 and they're just so excited. They always want me to uh, take it to school. Uh, I usually, usually uh, ride a bike, but you know, sometimes I can just you know, take the car. And uh, yeah, so I'll just you know, leave it at that and we'll see how it goes from here. So who's next? Don, oh. Yeah, so, um, so again, I'm sorry for my camera is not working this, this, this time. Um, I will be fixing it next time. And also thanks for this um, great um, opportunity to talk um, or to go live. This is my first time. Hopefully um, we'll, we'll follow the next time. Um, yeah, so um, um, I'm... Um, software engineer since ages um i think my first code that i wrote was when i was in the third grade in the school um and yeah so i'm extremely um introvert <laughs> so you you you, uh, you can't really get a lot of information from me <laughs> if you try to um but yeah so um um yeah i'm actually um came to tesla um um around 2015 um um where when, when I, I was actually looking at to buy a car then um some some of my friends they um they, they told me that there's this guy who actually married like five times and ha i have um a lot of kids and he's making car and that car looks great and i checked um in google and it was elon and um i watched um i think one of the one of the videos um and that the, that the feeling, uh, um, the spirit that Elon has, it, it was so. Um, it's like this is this is like you know this is a, a, like true human, just very um, like like just like you. There's like not 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 any any CEO with um, with all the uh, ties and and uh, um, cool clothes, but just like just like you, just like you humans. So and then it was like oh wow, this is like like t touching my heart right directly, and then. I started looking at the cars and I, the Model X, I think was, I think the second version was there and I just ordered the car. And since then, um, I also started, I think 2016, started investing in Tesla. Um, and yeah, so, and to the community, I think we are like, um, yeah, like a big family. Um, and also like um, a hub of um, extremely talented people. Um, and I think if you, um, you, you can you can use any other app like matchmaking apps, and you will not find something like uh, um, like a uh, community in Twitter of of Tesla fans. You know, so anyone you you meet, it's like it's like a wonder because anyone you meet from Tesla community is just per default smart person, and this is so cool. And um, I think um, really enjoy this. Um, yeah, actually, I enjoy anything um, Tesla community offers. 
So um, yeah, that's for me. And and let me add, Don is the kindest out there. I mean, every day it's a joy getting <laughs> Don comment telling me off for not using FSD Sunday morning. <laughs> Not always being there yeah. so lovely and supportive. Thank you very much. Thank you, Alexander. Thank you. Mm, awesome. Sure. Good. So uh, that, uh, great group. I mean, the, the funny thing is, so Claude, you are actually British, right? By by birth, right? Julian I was born. I, I, I was born in South Africa. Um, oh, South Africa, but, like you. But, but yeah, but I've yeah. been here for about sixteen years now, and uh, okay. and my my mother was originally. From, from Britain, so it's a bit of a full circle. That's yeah, great. And, and Don, you're you, you're from Europe as well, right? Yeah, I'm located in Germany. Yeah, in Germany. Oh, absolutely funny how the whole world comes together here on, on this little platform. It it yeah. is amazing, and it's it just it puzzles me every day again, and it really grabs my my heart. How you know how how there is so much exchange, and and the other thing you're completely right, Claude. It's not as if we all always agree on everything. I mean, you you probably followed uh, my latest rant about we need a communications team, and then you have the whole engineering crew screaming out, <laughs> like, "Don't know, we don't know," you know. And and I like that. I like that there is is an intelligent conversation about about topics. And we, I mean, we can agree to disagree. That's no problem. But yeah. maybe we bring the whole thing a little bit further. Exactly. Exactly. It's just a it's a broadening conversation, and it's mm -hmm. uh, um, it, it it truly does seem like a, a once in a lifetime sort of generational opportunity to be involved as a uh, as a Tesla investor. But mm -hmm. um, more than that, it's it's this huge technological and psychological shift towards what really feels like a very refreshing um, um, change to, to sort yeah. of... And, and not can't. You see, that's the one thing I, I, I completely agree with, with, with Don. It's, you know, when you talk about no matter what other big corporation, everything is always can't, right? Their whole image, the, the, the CEOs, their, their messaging at the stock exchange. I mean, obviously, they're not on Twitter. They, they wouldn't... They wouldn't uh, tweet uh, shit emojis or whatever, right? That, no way. Yeah. But basically, it's not canned. It's it's uh, real people talking real thoughts in real time. Exactly. Yes, not mm. bots. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So uh, I'd like to just to briefly add that um, what I got uh, as an insight from, especially uh, Joe Justice, uh, he has worked at uh, Tesla, but at Microsoft and Amazon before that. And so he knows like all the big technology players, or at least some of them. And uh, he says, you know, also like Faza, um, they you know, people working there, they leave their kind of ego behind and mm -hmm. are just there for accomplishing uh, and the mission or working towards mm -hmm. uh, it. Mm -hmm. And I think this is something at least that I often observe within the Tesla community as well. And I just love that because it's not like, you know, internal politics and everybody has yeah. their own agenda yeah. but the mission is clear it's a one short sentence and everybody just goes for it and this is just so amazing and uh, yeah we, we don't need to agree you know, just let's see how to advance the conversation and this um channel is also just a uh, one more idea of doing that and we are um, very curious to see how this goes yeah, that's yeah, a very good idea. Good. 
<laughs> yeah. So mm, <clears throat> maybe uh, we can just uh, dive into one of the uh, big topics. Uh, so we could just start with the uh, fat, uh, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And I think uh, the perfect kind of uh, start for that would be Claude uh, with his uh, story, how he got into the whole uh, <laughs> community and all things. Great. Uh, related yeah, to nice it. one, Julian. Okay. All right. All right. So, yeah. So how do people find out about Tesla, SpaceX, Elon, etc.? Now, I had heard of Elon and Tesla vaguely years ago and i was very much programmed into the fud to hear oh some guys trying to use solar panels to power cars and stuff and it's like how are you going to get all that power from solar panels ridiculous right so i dismissed it and this must have been 2000 and i don't know 13 14 15 somewhere around there and until from then until now or from then until 2020 i've just kept my head down in my career looking after my family trying to figure out what is there for me to look forward to you know uh, what is there for me to build on that i can feel that i'm creating a, a good future for my children and you know all those sort of th things that that i think are on many of our minds if not if not everybody's minds mm -hmm. especially when you have children and uh one night uh sort of summertime uh 2020 my three-year-old, who was a bit younger at the time, was a bit un, un uh, she was a, a little bit um, restless, and it was sort of late at night. It was about ten o'clock in the in the in the, in the evening. Um, so I took her outside the back garden because the the sky was kind of clear, which is kind of a rare thing in London. You know, you, mm -hmm. you get a chance to see see the stars a little bit. So I took her outside to just see the stars. It was a nice cool summer breeze it just calm her down got a few trees in the back garden and um at one point i sort of spotted this uh satellite go over there and i thought oh well, that's really cool you know there's there's there satellites you don't always you don't always see those you know and sort of i think it was about 30 seconds later another one came across right and i thought oh that's interesting you know sort of same path wow that's okay 30 seconds later another one came past and about mm -hmm. 40 satellites passed every sort of 30 second interval and I, I i didn't understand what it was at the time because like i say i was very much bought into the fud very much my mind was very much all over the the media and books that i was trying to read and things i was trying to reason for myself and understand so it's a very it's a very clouded sort of mindset that i had at the time so i didn't know anything about what was actually going on there so i, was, I went inside got lottie back down to sleep went sat on the pc and started googling because i was wondering have they arrived, you know, <laughs> from outer space? <laughs> you know, what's actually going on here, right? So at the time, it was, yeah, yeah. and, and, and uh, because I didn't know anything about it, I, I had all sorts of thoughts flying through my mind. And it actually didn't take long to do a bit of Googling and realize, oh, this is SpaceX. This is their, this is their equipment. And um, I just, then I just started Googling some more and I just started making, joining the dots. I started picking up the, the, the YouTube, uh, um, videos on, uh, starting with SpaceX and then cottoning, uh, uh, and then moving over to, um, to Tesla and then sort of just joining the dots and then kind of just like the penny just dropped and just realized this is not like just your regular, uh, mass media um 
you know, story that is vaguely not so true. You know, it's you, how much of the material in the mass media do you try to filter to say, I think this could be the case, but I don't know, right? And after seeing what I saw, it just kind of just the connection was too strong. So I just realized these guys are for real. And mm. uh, uh, yeah, so so what I would like to say is the FUD just evaporated in one night for me, you know, personally. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, and, and since then, I've just been like, like many of us just following different channels and getting to know all of the all, all of the popular uh, Tesla channels and and, um, uh, and and following information and reading books that are being suggested by Elon and you know, people mm. that he speaks to and uh, it's, it's, a, it's a terrific journey. So, um, yeah, that, that's kind of to give you a, an idea. So did you, do you drive a Tesla now? Are you a Tesla investor? I've got Starlink and I've got a Good. Model X on order. Right? So, Great. yeah, so I have to go for the seven because of the big family, right? So, sure. I, I seven hear seaters, you. Seven seaters, yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, right now it's through uh, Starlink, right? Yes, I'm to, I'm coming to you guys live through Starlink right now. Wow. And uh, <laughs> as far as I can tell, I haven't seen any other Starlink dishes in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. You know, so, we're getting uh, we're getting ours actually today. Well, we got the dish a couple of weeks ago, but the installer told us we needed a certain mount, and the mount is coming today. And then awesome. next Tuesday they're going to put it up. I'm really wow. looking forward. I mean, this and, yeah, and oh, saying goodbye. Cox, I mean, I I'm probably doesn't tell you anything in your <coughs> Cox as an internet provider. The day you can kiss them goodbye is a glorious day. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Alexander, can you can you can you already like move it? Is it already like mobile or is it stationary? Well, we could do we could do two things, and actually that, that that explains why we're taking it now. So Cox has quite a good up and download stream. Um, we now also have here in Santa Barbara Frontier, which has the fiber, which is even better. So I don't really need um, Starlink, but I want Starlink, right? I mean, just because I'm such a Elon fangirl, I just want it since I can have it. So I ordered it. But the main reason why I took it, because it comes with a cost. It comes with this $500 deposit to, to start it off, and then it's $110 per month, is that it has this remote option where instead of $110, you pay $135. Per month and you can just you know open it's it like up anywhere. anywhere in the middle of nowhere and we're actually moving next year to vegas and vegas doesn't have starlink yet so my whole thinking was that i take it now i take it with the option that i can move it around and i can take it to vegas because in vegas the the whole internet situation is is miserable because everything was built out for these huge hotels but the whole neighborhoods around it are are badly served so i'll be one of the rare ones who has starlink in vegas vegas i'm awesome. looking forward but you, you see how I think a year and a half having it, I'm, I'm going completely nuts now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the enthusiasm can, can get, can get you oh, thinking yeah. that way. I mean, I, I know that I've been thinking about this ordering a model X and I've been trying to save and I've been trying to manage my finances. I've been trying to, I've had this argument in my mind about how should I just, put everything I've got into 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 the stock mm. or should I try to put some something aside so that I can make a purchase and, and get a vehicle and just not not just talk about it but join the community you know mm. uh, um, and the enthusiasm gets you thinking all right uh, this okay it's got to happen 
going to happen. So what's happening <laughs> next year? Right. Five-year plan. Five-year plan. You can see how I manage my reservation. So I have an X on order. That was initially an S, nice. an S long range. And then it was becoming an S plaid. And then it was going down to S long range again. And then it became an X plaid. And then I was like, okay, this is stupid because what I really need is an X long range five seater because I don't really like the six seater. So this this single reservation changed about five, six times. And I'm, I'm so grateful they're patient with me. I think when they see my phone number, it's like, oh my God, who takes her today? <laughs> and then I have two cyber trucks, I have two cyber trucks on order. And I mean, those, they're just lying there for the moment, but just wait until we can configure it because then I'm going to go crazy again. It, it just, I can't decide. It's like when you go and buy shoes and suddenly you want 15 pairs right it's, it's a full addiction it's crazy yeah yeah i totally agree i think um i i had i sold my model 3 um recently i i own model x still um but you know um i i uh, very very often i open the tesla.com and just try to configure uh, model s <laughs> plaid anything just for fun it's like you know, it's like opening twitter you just uh, browse it and configure it's uh, safe, and then t tomorrow you will do the dif uh, different uh, configuration. <laughs> I so agree. And that when those camel interior came out a couple of weeks ago, when uh, von Holzhausen was was uh, teasing those, I was like, okay, okay, I'm gonna change it again. I want those, right? So I was waiting. <laughs> completely crazy every day i checked it out, i checked it out and it came out that actually it's an upgrade for thirty thousand. so that that was my limit i'm, I'm not upgrading a color an interior color for thirty thousand. there's no way even i won't go there so so i settled for my white ones but um it, i mean how crazy can you be to even consider that to even wanting to change your reservation knowing you have to wait so much anyway and give up that you know the the time you have already lapsed and that you can now get closer to it and think, okay, I'm giving it up because now I want it different. And I have two Teslas in front of the door. It's not as if I don't have any yet. <laughs> that's a real addiction. It yeah. Is. It's, it's, that's actually my, when you go on my Twitter profile on, on the picture, it said, what addiction? Well, it is an addiction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, think, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Don't go ahead. Yeah. As Claude, you said, um, you know, um, Twitter community is like, um, you are already like, per default, if you're a Tesla fan, you're already in it. But I think, as you said, if you even, if you either um, have the car um, or have stocks, you have different feeling. You, you know, you're like part of something huge and um, any um, um, any movement in data, it, it will like move your emotions. Um, and I think, I mean, for me, it's like I invest and I never actually sell. Um, but the the whole um, the fun um, and the and the and the tweets and all these um, you know funny emotions that people show when when stock moves this is like real like drama I really want in my life. Yeah. <laughs> right, I agree. Daily I agree. Do you day trade, Don? Do you do you trade on a daily basis or are you just sitting? I out? I actually never trade it. Okay. It's yeah, I just look in the price and i tried to find find some funny tweet for this okay okay i just wanted to uh, refer to uh, alexandra's uh, uh sentence about uh really being addicted um so it's it's a quote by elon i think he says uh when is the last time you actually bought a product that you really love and mm. it's you know, one of these examples like you really care about it it's, it's great it's amazing it's the safest car you could possibly buy to protect yourself but of course your family and um, 
I think that's there's so tremendous uh, value in it. And you know, people are throwing like stones and rocks at it, <laughs> at least on the media side, because you know, they are, are profiting from you know, reporting uh, negative uh, yeah, um, kind of occasions or uh, issues on it. And uh, that's, you know, obviously also connected with uh, you know, the financing of the media outlets uh, with oh. ads from uh, car makers and Tesla doesn't advertise in that way. And uh, uh, so coming back to uh, the initial uh, question I had uh, about the FUD. So uh, this is related to the PR, uh, public relations department that I think Alexander, you think they should have. And um, Don, uh, let me, let me limit that a bit i don't want pr in the old sense i mean i think that's just one of those old corporate ideas that you need a pr department which greases certain media and which um tries to manipulate where, where the ma manipulation is part of the business model right of these of these pr things i don't think tesla needs that and i don't think elon would ever go for that but what i do think is absolutely missing is um, the basic information going out. Just this morning again. Uh, so Shanghai is closing for two days, um, Friday before weekend and a Monday after, I think, 1st and 4th of July. Reuters spin the whole story. They are closed over two weeks. Now, it is true that a Friday is in one week and a Monday is in the other week. So two days became over two weeks, right? Which was completely exaggerated, but not completely untrue, right? It was just spinning it in the worst possible way. If just simultaneously there would have been a blog post or a press release saying we're closed on the 1st and the 4th, we're expanding our Y production line, we're opening again on the 5th, that would have just calmed the whole thing down. And But in the meantime, you just let it jump up, the whole drama unfolds again, you have all these people jumping on it because they love negative headlines. You have to understand for media, as soon as Tesla is in the title, it just brings money, real money, not only yes. clicks, brings advertising money and everything to it. So by giving them on a serving dish, the the empty space of nobody giving out the facts, you just allow all this fat to be there all the time. And I just yeah. wish somebody would do it. But I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm hopeful, like I said this morning on Twitter, they seem to recruit a couple of people. There seems to be stuff going on. So, so I, I haven't given up yet. <laughs> and it's 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 on a lot of people's minds. Eh? I mean, you hear this on on other channels. Mm. I think um, Zach and Jesse on now. You know, they they talk about this a lot, and, and they they're always joking about how they want to be the PR team. Uh, yeah, and Joshua, yeah. Joshua talked about it as well. I, I actually think us um, YouTubers, Twitter family, whatever. I don't think we are. We should be the official PR for for Tesla. I, I mean, first of all, it comes with quite some responsibility. Second, yeah. you are addressing an audience that is not used to going uh, to Warren Redley or to or to to what, whoever. They don't want any what they consider fanboys and fangirls in what they consider a cult, which obviously we're not, they need something quasi-official, right? It, yeah. Just yeah. a blog post every morning, a little thing today, this and that, and then whenever something comes out quick, it doesn't have to be much. And and, and as I said to, to Faza two weeks ago, it's so low-hanging fruit. I mean, come on, mm. the guy lands mm. rockets, mm. even lands two rockets. Oh, there we yes. go. <laughs> And uh, so that it, it's just such a shame not to do it. Oh, let, 
And I see them. Oh, gone they yeah. are. <laughs> Claude, you can show them. Exactly. Unless you, you don't want to, of course. Yeah. But I yeah. think you understand where I'm coming from. I mean, I don't want to change Elon. I don't want him to do one less tweet than he's doing. He, he lives his life. That's not my problem. I just would like an easy to point to official version from Tesla so that three quarters of this is killed before it can even exist. Yeah, thank you. Don, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think, um, you know, Elon is like, you know, I, I um, in my personal experience, I tried to start also companies and I am um, all, as, uh, maybe as all of you, uh, we know that uh, actually bringing one company to success is ex extremely d difficult. And Elon is like doing this maybe, I think, like five times, like 5x every day. Um, and I think, um, and I think Elon said it thinks things like um, these things, like um, bringing this uh, PR team, um, is um, um, is not really um, needed because Elon is invited in some um, talks um, very often, um, and there there will be uh, questions that uh, that actually ask actually the questions that uh, the whole media the FUD is um, spreading. Um, And then Elon like comments on this with one sentence, and then that 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 settles down everything. Um, of course, it doesn't happen always, um, but I think um, um, that I think that that's how 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 Tesla thinks that we don't um, need PR. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Alexander, you just mentioned you know, maybe a blog post, but um, I always think about. Um, how can you for example with the fsd let's say it unfolds and it becomes uh, level four um in the next years and um you know, there will be so much fun i think it will be insane yeah. once it's live and not beta anymore maybe restricted to certain areas but uh, official you can just uh, maybe even the robot taxis already cruising around certain cities um so I think the FUD will be just insane. And even the blog post might not reach like the overall population. Uh, of course, the media outlets will look at it. Um, but maybe, what do you well, think? My, my thinking is we have, a, we have a problem today, right? The problem is not yet an FSD problem. The problem at the moment is just, you know, general business matters. Yeah. Who are they recruiting? Who are they not recruiting? Who are they letting go? Whatever. Let's already start cleaning that up. But I agree with you. You know, once FSD is generalized, people will distort stories or will amplify stories that don't need to be amplified. But mm. we have put in place already something where there's some communication going on and, and at mm. least fact-based fact sheets or whatever. Or, or Ross Gorber called it a uh, misinformation communications team. Fair enough. Call it whatever you wanted. I don't think we can call it PR because not that will never go. But But tackle today's problem and then when the fsd problem comes now the, the thing i am actually quite and don will help me on that one i mean i am a chicken for, for fsd i had fsd i was trying it out i i don't know whether it's my nerves or my uh, need to dominate or whatever it was but I, i wasn't feeling comfortable with it yet it seems to improve a lot and i'm sure i will pick it up further down the road when when i you know it, it's more mature before it becomes public and, and not beta anymore. Um, but even the version I tried, which freaked me out, I, I admit, was very safe. I mean, I never was in a situation where I felt I was closer to an accident than what could happen just mm -hmm. me driving by myself. So I'm, I'm not so sure we're actually going to run into a lot of 
you know, this is the FSD killing people or whatever, because it is a really, really, really safe tool. Yeah, that's true. But I suppose uh, it's just that, that sorry. Yeah, your name on, on Twitter is a Tesla Boomer Mama, <laughs> which I think is, is just a really funny name. And uh, I don't know uh, that much about. <laughs> it was like, okay, well, I'm my mama, old enough to be a boomer. I mean, really old enough to be a yeah. boomer. Obviously, I had to put Tesla in the name, right? I don't know about the regular media consumption of your demographic. So uh, I thought maybe the you know, Twitter PR department uh, could even, you know, you know, if it's just online, it won't reach that many people. For, you mm -hmm. know, let's even think older uh, people like uh, in their 70s or 80s. We don't so, know. He's taking me old again. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I didn't intend uh, to do that. Oh, don't you worry, that is a standing joke because somebody treated me for elderly lady yesterday. So I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not sure whether I should take it as a compliment uh, or really be offending. <laughs> okay. But there you go. go ahead. So in, you are right that actually different reception groups have different means of getting their information, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I think online is... Mm -hmm. is, is becoming everyday's life now but they may read the wall street journal or they exactly. may uh, yeah just read yeah. things that you're not so much into it and if if those journalists don't get the right information at least the fact sheets i mean they, yeah if they look at what the heck but at least they have to also add some factual stuff to it yes yeah you know maybe even to, to, sorry just to finish it up yeah uh, yeah, yeah you know maybe tesla needs even to uh put it on tv eventually or you know, old school newspapers just to reach mm. like uh people of the uh voter demographics like when you see who, who's voting um and then yeah, I, I don't even remember but it was millions of people watching jay leno right i mean i love jay leno anyway and i watched jay leno prior to getting into tesla but obviously that episode was just epic um also uh Elon going on saturday night live right there were millions of people watching it and and there is yeah. still something yeah. for tv and and uh yeah. it doesn't even have to be advertising but i do believe once you get some goodwill from journalists anyway there will be you know there will be docu-series or, or reportage style stuff uh that may mm. come that may come on tv i mean obviously today none of the journalists is even interested because they don't get any interaction or feedback. You can't even yeah. call anybody. I mean, if you're if you're a journalist today, uh, you can call investor relations, Martin, which I'm sure is a great guy, but that's investor relations. He's supposed to mm -hmm. be there for investors, for fund managers, mm -hmm. if they have mm -hmm. any questions. This is not communications, right? And so when a journalist calls Tesla, there is no number to be dialed. There is nobody. You know, can I, can I offer a, almost like a parallel? Um, which, uh, first of all, I agree. I agree that um, um, uh, there are there are elements of PR that we want to think about in, in terms of potentially not throwing out the baby with the bathwater, so to speak. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, a parallel that comes to mind is in, in the work that I do. I, I, I'm I'm in sort of in the I've been in the contracting world over here in London, and uh, I tend to service various. Uh, corporations in the financial sector, etc., and, and I, I usually just help out with data. You know, I'm usually just think of me as an think of me as a glorified electronic uh, 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 um, data uh, janitor. You know, <laughs> I go in and clean up the data. And um, but um, over the years, I've noticed that I, I've actually developed quite a personal dislike for 
the general PMO, you know, the, the project management office, because I've mm -hmm. often found it too bureaucratic. And mm -hmm. I think if, if I had to compare that to, to traditional PR, it's the, the bureaucracy of it that kind of yeah. chokes its effectiveness. And it's only in recent years, only in the last couple of years that I've actually come across and worked really well with a small team of project managers who I would regard as the PR for our workpiece because mm -hmm. the way they structure their documents, very, very um, um, succinct. They, they, they take the time to, to understand the, the workpiece mm -hmm. and then they, and then they, they, they translate that with very good looking slide decks all, you know, within the right policy. And then they, 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 they store those um, every two weeks or periodically and any time mm -hmm. the business, the wider business, wants to understand what's happening with our workpiece, our PR are those documents and the conversations that they have with the project. And, and you make an excellent active. point. You make an excellent point. That I always feel Tesla is speaking to engineers, right? I mean, I, I explained that in with Fazat in these color codes, right? There, there's actually a German... A German um, business psychologist who put it very good in four color codes very great i really love his his work very simplified but typically the people interested in tesla early investors in tesla driving tesla's early adopters are what they call the blue crowd right the blue crowd are factual people they can think way ahead they are very logical and once yeah. they have um early on adopted a product they're all in right they understand it they dig into it go into the rabbit hole whatever you find yeah. thousands of those among that i think that's why so many people in that tesla community get so well along they understand each other you give these people 130 pages of impact report they love it they read yeah. it they go also now journalists are not that if you have that character the last job in the world you want to do is become a journalist because the way these people think is not I absorb all this information and now I simplify it and make a sexy, funny, interesting little story out of it. That, that's not at all in the way an engineer processes information, right? An engineer goes there and then goes deeper. A journalist goes a little bit in there and then tries to get a cute story out of a it, headline. And, it out and, and exactly a headline out of it. And two, two, two hours later comes the next rabbit hole where he goes a little bit into it and that's it. So... Tesla's communication today is focused by engineers towards engineers. But there are 75% of the world who are not engineers and who don't understand how engineers function, who can't do anything with raw data, who don't have the time, the energy, the knowledge, the willingness to go deep down into it, yet they still need to understand it. Now you can say, okay, ignore them. They will understand what a good car it is. Maybe they come from the sustainable angle and take it from there, or maybe they come just from the speed angle or whatever, but they will understand the Tesla car. Sure, sure, sure. But you need the regulators. You need the journalists to relay your message. You need lots of other connecting dots that are not engineers and that you offend by your passiveness, that you, you know, they only get the FUD like you did. And they, at one moment, have to take a decision on something that concerns Tesla. It could be very minor, 
but it could also be major stuff like you know going from level two to level four or uh, admitting a patent and again for the patent it's not that bad because at uspto there are real engineers sitting in the uspto offices going through those patents but for example trademarks in the trademark part of uspto they are less they're lawyers they're more of the regulator type um, examiners so you just create bad will where it would be so easy to create goodwill because the story is so wonderful and just needs to be packaged in a little bit more of a digestible manner mm -hmm. and daily updates right and just this is the topic of today these are the facts now if you want to write whatever write whatever thank you yes yeah yeah <laughs> Okay. And at the moment, we, we, we get that from a, a, an array of different YouTube channels, essentially. Yeah. And yeah. Some, some, um, many of them many of them are great in the way that they break down mm. this information into, as you say, digestible packages. Um, yeah. But, but it's yeah, not the official yeah. version from Tesla. And the journalists won't pick it up. They won't say Rob Maurer said or Warren Redlich said or uh, exactly. Dave, Dave Lee said. That, that's not how they function. <laughs> And they're not going to listen to an hour and a half of a YouTuber going down the same rabbit hole. That's not, I mean, we do. I love it. I, I don't fall asleep one evening without my Tesla videos, yeah. right? But yeah, <laughs> they, they need, they need, they need the, 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 the executive summary that can speak to the yeah, layman. Like, like your PR team makes it digestible to the other people. Yes, now, yes. I, I'm actually surprised that I checked those, those YouTube videos and I mean, I think the one Dave leaded last week with will there be an Apple car, whatever, 85,000 views. I mean, this is wonderful. We, our community is just growing yeah. at light speed, right? But it still yeah. is only 85,000. I mean, there are so many millions and billions out there that are not there yet, right? So let's also address them. <laughs> Makes um, sense. Yeah. Um, maybe one more point. Um, you know, I think that there are two stages. The first stage um, is uh, was where um, did, did you guys read the book? Um, um, I think the first book about Elon. Um, here, um, he he actually in the first stage where Tesla was actually getting a lot of fuds, where th there was actually pr uh, pretty much no um, cars outside yet, um, and Elon was in vacation, and he um, they, they actually had PR team at that time back at back at the time. And then um, they got some negative, um, I think, negative article outside. And Elon personally answered to these thoughts um, from vacation. And I think, um, but in, in that stage, uh, there was no really products outside. Um, and now um, we have the products outside and it is already the um, number one or, or the top or top three. All of them are Teslas. And um, yeah. so, the, so I think now the, um, the confidence uh, shifted and now, so actually putting out all these PR articles would be one of the next um, point of failures, maybe, or at the next um, source for the FUDs, maybe. They will spin up from there another FUD if they want. So I think mm -hmm. that the, the focus mm -hmm. they, they put, I think, is just the product and the product speaks itself. Um, and, um, and that's how they made to the top three um, worldwide with zero dollar advertisement and mm. PR costs. Um, it, it means a lot. So if um, if they now start doing the PR, then it actually means, okay, now 
we couldn't make it. Now, okay, let's try with PR. You know, this is, I think this is how I think um, that um, without going PR and, and making the top three list, it is, yeah. um, it's unique, I think, yeah. It's true, it's almost it like they can maximize their focus. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. It is unique and they, and they got there, no doubt, Don. But you also have to understand that actually enemies shifted. Enemies are much bigger today. Elon by himself has a target just because of his personal behavior, you know, voting for this and buying Twitter and all, and all those things. But the other thing also that changed is um, Tesla proved, as you rightly say, to be so far ahead to the other that it actually becomes an existential threat to all the others. And mm. so the, the, the way they construct FUD and pay media outlets to help them construct FUD is much bigger. Now, Elon wanting, and that's happening, I, I, I tweeted this morning the careers page of Tesla showing that they are recruiting a, a hefty legal team. That's all fine, but the legal team can much better fight uh, nasty articles if there has been an official statement by Tesla before, which was not respected by the media. If you don't put anything out, I mean, what can you fight against? That's good. And I, I mean, I, I have little illusion that anybody listens now to me and does anything, but I do hope those lawyers will will be able to convince Elon and tell him, look, we need something out for every subject first so that we can fight it afterwards. Point. True. Thank you. Okay, uh, Don, uh, you mentioned that you're a software engineer, right? True, yeah. Okay, um, as we just uh, talked about, uh, FSD and all the fat that comes with it, well, possibly, um, as a software engineer. So do you have any insights or ideas about uh, Tesla's way to becoming also an AI company? Uh, I don't know your exact work as a software engineer, but maybe you have some thoughts about it, um, how this could play out and yeah, what you basically think about it. Yeah, um, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I'm not... Um, area yet, um, but I have experience. Uh, probably, um, I think I generally get get the get the idea. Um, I think as a software engineer, I think you know you can you can make a progress, huge progress from today um, to tomorrow. You can... Sorry, your sound is muffled. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, can you hear me now? Yes. Yes, better. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's it's like um, it's it's a matter of a line of code. Uh, sometimes to get the best performance so it's like a lot of people don't understand actually they say okay um so fst is now like uh, like level x and so it takes like i don't know like 20 years until they get blah blah all these fat um but they, what they don't understand is like tesla has the best team um ever in in soft engineering um and it's it's a it's a part of the, you just have some small leverage in software where you can like finally find the place that you can fix, and um, and suddenly you have huge um, progress in in software code. It's not mm. it's not like a pro, uh, lo long proce uh, process. Um, so um, so I think in that regard, um, and I know a lot of uh, well, one of, uh, a lot of my friends actually they are also software engineers. They are working actually for um, Volkswagen and Audi um, actually in the um, in the IT um, sector. And, and and they know they tell me how they actually work and the, all the stack and 
and I think, oh wow, you know, Tesla is like at least twenty years ahead. And、mm-hmm. the thing is that the Tesla improves very fast, and、um, and as you improve faster, then it's like your it's like compounding your your speed will be exponential. Um, um, this is um, yeah, this is not understood um outside very well. You know that that if if you don't mind me、uh, contributing to that, Don,、um, it's true that、um, at least in, in my experience too, I also see this often that、um, in these in these large corporations, often they have a they have a product. If it's an in-house built product, so it's been developed in-house.、Um, very often,、uh, first you have you have certain developers who, who who will who want to make it fancy. They want to make it complicated、uh, and. And that become and these complex mechanisms become black boxes, and then down the line, black boxes are built on top of black boxes. And one thing to appreciate here, it seems to be that what what Tesla have done and what they what is deep in their ethos is to break down all those black boxes and strip everything out and go right back to first principles and first principles thinking, and to build the thing up again from the ground. And if you're willing to go that. To that ex- extent, then you most likely are going to find that leverage point very much further upstream,、uh, and gain a much much more leverage on 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 the on the objective than anyone who's sort of downstream and just taking things off the shelf and relying on too many suppliers, you know, and and, and sort of hamstringing themselves into a corner where they where they where they they they, they don't have that leverage. So I, that what you're saying, Don, makes a lot of sense to me, at least as well. Yeah. So、uh, maybe、um, you know, as as I'm sure、uh, all of us have have watched、uh, a lot of、uh, all of Elon's talks, and he's very well versed in、uh, lots of different、um, fields, especially also in programming. I mean, he used to be a programmer for like、uh, years, especially with PayPal, and before that with Zip2 and so on. So,、uh, do you think the overall focus of Tesla,、uh, when you know, especially generalized AI becomes you know, a, a thing, kind of,、uh, in the I don't know, maybe you know, next ten years or something, especially with a bot,、uh, do you think the focus of Tesla、uh, as a whole、uh, will a bit you know, shift towards、um, AI and programming、uh, because the Uh, sustainability uh, issue is just a matter of、uh, ramping up、uh, overall you know, on the energy and、uh, car、um, aspect. But what are your thoughts on this?、Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, I think generally um, um, Tesla is is、um, is nothing but just、uh, software that's running inside a box, and this is this is what it is, and. Um, and it, it also, as they also now、um, going to with the、um, with the Tesla bot,、um, it's like a software that you can actually it's a, it's like a code that has a lot of interfaces APIs to outside, and、um, and whether you、um, point that API to a wheel or to a robot or to、um, to something else, it's just、uh, it's just a design thing I think,、um, but the core core software is、um, so I, I would imagine it was like. A lot of stacks、um, that communicate with each other, and outside it's so modular that you can you can dock it somewhere you want.、Um, so so that the core is like 
the AI that like um 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 so in in the in long term the AGI um and 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 this is it's like a bird like flying um just with eyes um and this is this is what Tesla are trying to to achieve and and if if this is achieved then um you know ramping up the cars is just a very um um yeah like a um, very small part of it you know yeah he, he always refers to them as autonomous robots already yeah on wheels. Like just the package yeah. of uh the inside which is the ai eventually when fsd yeah. really works yeah and right. i think um also i think as a um, as a software engineer I, i see um a package of code is like um human is also like nothing else was like a a, a black box that that you run a, a, lots of codes in it yeah. and a data moves from here and there it's like you're you're breathing and you're you're giving something out and this is your output and what you're taking is your input you're like a software you're nothing else but like a software that's running inside a body that's like a biological body in our case but in tesla it's just uh, you know chassis and so so this is how they look at things i think um and yeah yeah so so just just getting those data and making best decisions out of these data and um and yeah can, so can now... you imagine Don? i mean you say that everybody understands this i understand it half but there there we go now imagine a second you tell that to somebody who has no engineering background and you tell them yeah 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 they're building the cars like a human body we just have this body it's a chassis and there is the the eyes and there's the brain and there is the breath nobody and... can follow i mean I, we do and and I, and i love what you're saying right but Yeah. That's why I think this this enormous communication gap happens yeah. between those that have experienced Tesla and have tried to understand or even got very yeah. far in understanding Elon and the rest of humanity. It's just it, yeah. it's enormous. It's, I don't think we even realize anymore. And there's so many prejudices that you have to try to diffuse before yeah. you can start to just speak to somebody on the level about what this technological shift actually is and uh yeah yeah and like you're saying don that and i agree that it's almost like you're saying and i that that the, the physical part of it the mechanics and the, the 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 structure of the vehicles and that is a very is a, is actually a relatively small piece of That's the easy. pie here the, the, the yeah. much much greater part of it is the software Mm. Uh, and uh, yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense. And yeah, yeah. And I think you know, um, all the other um, car companies, um, they they focus. I, th I think in in the wrong place. They fo focus on the um, on the appearance of the car, um, but the the inner the inner part stays same. I think since ages. Um, yeah. And a lot of yeah. people buy their cars just by the appearance. They they never pay attention uh, to mm. the to the internals and. Actually, I actually also agree uh, with uh, Alexandra. A lot of people, um, if I drive and par park my Model X somewhere, people come to me and I, uh, they ask, "Is it a fully electric car?" They just don't know. This is, and I say, "Yeah, this is <laughs> yeah, this is Tesla, and it, it is full electric." Yeah. And they say, is, "Are you sure it's not hybrid or something?" No, no, it oh, is full. Or, or the ones that come and tell me, "Oh my God, it looks so empty inside." Sure, it is empty. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah, there's no need for all the extra stuff. And actually, to <laughs> that point as well, Don. That Uh, is it was it just recently that the Mach E was um, recalled apparently, mm. and right. uh, I wonder if it. I wonder if that has also kind of fallen victim to the 
make it look good, never mind what's inside. Yeah. And then you look exactly. at Sandy Monroe's teardown. <laughs> yeah. And you start piecing, you start joining the dots and you realize that, yes, I, I agree. It is very, still very much about appearances um, rather than actual kind of. But, but you do understand how detrimental that is for everybody else out there. I mean, they can't do it. You can't change a Daimler-Benz or BMW. Or, I mean, Volkswagen is trying, but I, I doubt that they can. Or a GM to suddenly become a software company, understanding that what they've been doing for tens and tens and tens and tens of years yeah is, yeah, is yeah. of little value now because what it has to do is is think and operate before you put whatever i mean when i hear mary barra telling us she's gonna have 30 models in 15 different colors and yeah. i'm like oh god i mean and mahogany i'm sure some mahogany in there and uh yeah <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's desperate times Yes, but, and it may actually yeah. be more detrimental to to come out with that rather than to come out with something a little yeah. more honest, perhaps. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. But can you really imagine um, Tesla advertisement like like with BMW with some um, like you know beautiful ladies like uh, in the advertisement, and then you, you see no. a lot huge mountains and a Tesla driving? I actually I cannot imagine this. I cannot imagine I mean, Tesla. They, they do They, they do in China. I mean, you've, seen, you've probably seen those, and they're beautiful, like a young family going camping. And True. Uh, it's all, so, so there is something to be transmitted, and I think there's also something to be transmitted on the security side. <coughs> But I don't think America and Europe currently need advertisement. There is enough demand and enough wait lines. What yes, we, yeah. But what we do need is cleaning up the FUD in the press because yeah, that is yeah. going to regulators that we need sooner or later. I don't, I don't think we need to stimulate sales. I mean, sales is, there's enough sales for a long, long, long time to go. Mm. And That's that, true. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, we are now one hour in, I don't know uh, about your uh, time and what you want to contribute to Uh, this discussion so can we go just a few moments or i don't know yeah sure sure to. well if you guys like sure. and then we can we can prepare to be continued <laughs> yeah of course as well um yeah it's a I, big, I guess, uh, it's a big subject <laughs> i wanted to talk about the uh, esg ratings uh, again because i have some questions regarding that um so um, I, i have an echo from your youtube i don't know whether It's a YouTube or whatever, but there is a little echo. Thank you for saying that. Uh, I'll just mute you uh, while I'm talking. Okay. Okay. So um, just for potential viewers, um, so the uh, ESG rating um, is more and more important for debt and asset managers. Uh, that's what I got from your uh, talks. And it replaces the traditional credit uh, ratings, right? Yes. So um, um, there's this... Uh, ISSB, the International Sustainability Standards Board, and it sets rules what information uh, a company has to publish, um, you know, consisting of uh, government or private companies such as uh, German car makers. It's really strange, I think. Uh, well, uh, let me jump in there because I still, I'm still working on how I can transmit that message because it's such a big subject and I don't know how sensitive it is so the um, the goal of governments is 
that any publicly listed company in their annual reports not only has numbers, you know, how we're used to, to reading balance sheets and, and P&Ls and all that, but will also have information on ESG, okay? Ecological, social governance. So, sorry, environmental, I always say ecological, environmental, social, and governance. And um, to make it more or less globally standardized, um, the, the, the goal of the whole thing is that COP26 in November last year missioned IF, IFRS, which is this foundation we're getting into in a second, to set up ISSB. And I'm sorry, it's all these letters. I really don't, I can't explain it without naming these letters, right? So this is this board that is coming up with the numbers that everybody has to publish, right? So this is a very, very crucial moment because this is how for the next years and years and years to come, sustainability and social and governance is gonna be globally reported and will be looked at by the financial markets. So um, ISSB is in place now. The first directors are there, they are recruiting still and they wanna come up with these key data that everybody has to fulfill. Now, that, that sounds so far reasonable until you understand that the foundation that's set up, so this IFRS foundation, is actually financed by certain governments, but also by German car makers and Brazilian and Chinese petrol companies. Okay, so and nobody has looked into that. And I mean, it was it, it didn't took me half a day to find it. I've, obviously, I searched for it because as soon as I hear foundation, I want to go a bit further. But there it was. So anybody can find it. The links are all under my videos. And so the, that conflict of interest, I think, think is very interesting because if you suddenly say it is much more important that they have a handbook on how to recruit minorities, and I'm all for recruiting minorities, right? But what I'm trying to say is if suddenly the focus is on something bureaucratic rather than ecological or environmental, Tesla will have bad grades. Now, you may say, what the heck about bad grades? Well, yes and no, because it would mean, like we have seen on credit ratings, that lots and lots of money from asset managers that are selling ESG funds will not be allocated to Tesla. So what happened actually on the 17th of May is when S&P threw Tesla out of their ESG index, there were 2 million shares of Tesla sold just because there were ESG S&P index funds that S&P decided to throw Tesla out under the most obscure and horrible circumstances, I mean, completely screwed. Um, and then there is these passive, passively managed benchmark tracking funds that like that throw the, the stock out, right? And I mean, this is still small today, but the assets that are projected to be indexed on ESG standards are projected to be 50 trillion, five zero trillion. Now, I just hate the idea that there will be 50 trillion out there and some S&P or some MSCI or some other body would decide that from one day to the other, now it's Tesla, tomorrow it's somebody else, in and out and whatever. I just hate the whole idea about it. And then the other thing I'm really very sensitive about is these international standards that are currently decided, there's discussions going on, um, that they will be screwed to make anything 
ESG wonderful that Tesla will not be report on or that just doesn't correspond to the way Tesla is set up because it is so non-conform, right? Just so that other people get bonus points for stuff that is completely ridiculous, but they, they maneuvered everything to get those bonus <coughs> points. And and so so then and then I look, sorry to, to, to continue two seconds. Then I looked into the SP rating. And I mean somebody who wants to follow that can watch my long video, but just to make it very, very clear, these ES, uh, this ESG ratings by S&P and MSCI is, is not better, are completely built with keeping in mind that the people that are then rated can go back to MSCI or can go back to S&P, learn how they were rated, get coached to get, get better ratings. So the whole thing is just done to, to build better scores if they're paying and if they're delivering data. Um, and, and so it all, it, it's ground up greenwashing mm. the way they're doing it, pretending this is now sustainability. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, so the ESG scores according to certain criteria. Uh, and then uh, what I found really interesting is in the end, there's a, a subjective media and stakeholder holder analysis, which just you know, throws everything out of the window, and then it just you know, exactly. <laughs> so so the, I mean, the S and P one is, is absolutely the most mind-boggling crap I've seen for a long time. I'm sorry if they want to sue me, come and come, but it, it is just it's just crazy. So they've got all this wonderful score, which is ridiculous to start with, but then you have a number, right? And so Tesla's number was 28. The average automobile sector was 31. That's goodie points out of 100, right? So there were 28. Now they pretend with 28, Tesla didn't make the cut because it was not in the top 75% of the industry. Remember 31, 28, that sounds a little bit crazy, especially since GM and Hyundai were 78, right? So you had these two companies way up up there. You had the average at 31, but at 28, you fell out. Well, why did you fall out? Because then at the very end, somebody at S&P looks at media and stakeholder analysis. Stakeholder means, you know, people important in the industry and their opinion about it. And there they decided that Tesla doesn't make the cut. So even though maybe 28 was enough to make the cut, well, no, it wasn't very out there. So the date was arbitrary. How they were thrown out was arbitrary. But there we were, and now just take it. Yeah. Could you find out who it actually was that does this uh, analysis? Well, it's this Swiss group that they bought. So they they uh, called SAM, Sustainable Asset Management. They bought them in two, end of 2019, beginning of 2020. So this is um, they were initially independent. Then they were bought by Robico. And then Robico sold it in the end of 2019 to S&P. S&P, as of other players, are buying all of these little boutique firms. So if ever you want to make good money, just set up a sustainable rating firm. That seems to be the thing to do. And, uh, and then uh, they buy you up. Actually, from my good old days at Moody's. So I was at Moody's from 1997 to 2004, which was a moment, you know, that was dot com and all that. There was a moment that lots of quantitative credit ratings came up. And Moody's then had a very good strategy, and I was actually personally involved in one, is we were looking at these companies, and if they were half good, we were buying them and we canned them. That's it. They didn't exist three days later, right? The whole strategy was not giving them any 
you know, exposure. And I think that is still the strategy. So whatever is out there, good or bad, they rather buy it, combine it. Some of them have more exposure. Some of them just get merged to other stuff. So um, so this Swiss company, I think they're still sitting physically in Zurich. I, I don't know them personally. They are the ones who made this decision. Thank you. So it's a bit like taking diamonds off the market sort of thing. There you are. So uh, in, in the end of your video, you're saying that uh, the SEC uh, is currently proposing amendments to what the ESG label actually means, like uh, having more disclosure. And uh, let's assume the pr uh, proposed amendments to be more specific. Uh, it, it, they don't go through. They, they are not accepted. And in the long run, do you think Tesla's will still uh, kind of win uh, and become, when it becomes so obvious, that it needs to be included in these G ESG ratings? Or well, um, I mean, the thing is, like I said, that the whole thing is now this public scoring model. So if ISSB comes out with as ridiculous measures as currently S&P is using, and I tried to explain in that video, it's not only S&P, it's MSCI, it's all the, the Bloomberg groups and all that. There are, there are a couple of main players all trying to to merge into this ISSB uh, knowledge. Um, but if it stays so ridiculous, right? If this is about handbooks and if this is, and, and if the handbook criteria may as much more than the greenhouse gas emission criteria, um, well, if, if that is what the public wants, right? I mean, I can scream in my little corner as much as I want, but if that's what gets through, um, I don't think Tesla will ever have a mentality to bureaucratically improve stuff just for the sake of having a better rating. I just don't think, I mean, it, we can't get them have a comms department, right? Can you imagine now having hundreds of people work to get better score? I'm never, ever. So so um, what does that mean? Well, is it going to become a war between ESG scores and Tesla? Because obviously Tesla is much better on most of those matters. Not on all, maybe there's some governance stuff, and I mean, having a key person risk and all that that can all be evaluated. I, I, I don't mind that it's not a hundred percent, right? It can be hundred percent in my heart and it can be 80% on paper, but it but being so ridiculously rated that it's 28%, um, there's obviously a bias, right? And so if this bias continues by asking a question that are unfavorable for, for Tesla, plus adding this overlapping source at the end that nobody understands where it comes from and how it goes. Um, so by having these type of, of um, rating models in place, scoring models in place, Tesla will do worse and will find less asset managers purchasing their debt. Now, if you tell me, well, they will have no debt because even their leasing is going to be repackaged or whatever. Well, if they have no debt, it won't matter. I mean, it will matter in image terms, but it won't matter in refinancing terms. But will that always be like that? I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. All right. Thank you. That's very insightful. And I, I really uh, think it's great that you uh, got out there and presented the facts and um, you know, got uh, a lot of attention also by uh, uh, rather famous people and I, I really hope that elon himself also sees this and recognizes the value that you provide by doing this mm. thank mm. you well i got very passionate about it the more i think about it the more i get passionate so sometimes i just have to get down to earth again <laughs> <laughs> All right. so uh, i got a uh, question for don if that's fine sure 
so uh, you're like uh, very active on Twitter, and uh, so you're. Uh, I think we all are kind of very active. Uh, also, you, Alexandra, uh, but especially, especially you, Don. Uh, so, what value do you think uh, Twitter uh, overall in the way it works now, but possibly even when there's an acquisition by Elon Musk, uh, what can it bring to uh, Tesla's mission? Um, yeah, good question. Um, I think um, I think um, for Tesla, it will not change a lot. It will not bring. It will not make that big difference. Um, and I'm not sure in terms of data. I heard somewhere or read somewhere that that they will use the um, all the information to train. Um, <laughs> if it's Steven, I, I I'm not sure if it's true. Um, but I think um, yeah. But generally, I think we are already, um, Twitter is, to me, it's like we are already a very steady community. Um, and if Elon buys it, I think Elon will allow um, more um, opinions. Um, and yeah, so to be honest, I don't see uh, any shift if Elon um, buys it, buys Twitter um, for Tesla mission or, or the other products. Yeah. And and overall, what what do you think could he uh, do with it? Especially since you're a software engineer. Oh, I mean, yeah, this is yeah, the, yeah, that is the best question. Um, I think um, you know, um, as I use Twitter a, a lot, I see a lot of bugs, obviously, and um, yeah, I think um, and also as we have uh seen through different leaks that the engineers at Twitter they don't really like work um, and I think uh, coming Elon on board and like um, you know restructuring everything um, and making the software work uh, like it's supposed to um, that's great that would be great um, and yeah um, and it, like reporting features directly, it would like you would be reporting new features like directly to Elon, you know, not not some black box team, <laughs> but just to Elon. Um, and it will be like it. I'm driving now Tesla, and um, I have the I have kind of virtual direct um, um, relationship with Elon. It's like it's I'm like driving in a car that is made by Elon's um, dream and vision and mission. Um, and if I then use the Twitter, then if I like click every time on a tweet button, then I will know that this is now being engineered by engineers um, that talk to Elon. It's like you have this direct or indirect um, connection. It's, I think mm. it feels great. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Nice one. So, um, and maybe we can uh, kind of wrap up the whole conversation, unless you got uh, something that you want to really want to share. Uh, just uh, as a, a side note, you know, uh, Claude and I, when we thought about this uh, channel, uh, it's not like we want to be the actual hosts. I mean, so somebody has to do it, but it's not like it's our show or something, right? It is uh, you know, coming out of the community and for the community and actually for uh, every uh, person on earth to see and watch for free. Uh, so uh, we're always open to any kinds of ideas and topics and so on. And there are so many uh, great, uh, for example, just Twitter accounts, or also uh, some YouTubers uh, or you know, people on YouTube commenting without any video on their own channel. 
And um, so if there's any idea uh, you'd like to bring up, you can always do it, right? Do you do you stream? So this, you stream this now to YouTube, right? Do you yeah. also stream it to Twitter Live? Because that seems to also be, you know, the hangout place where people join uh, the um, the live streams. Uh, that's a great uh, suggestion. Uh, thank you. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. Hey, and, and I suppose that that's going to be. Well, they're going to be. They're always going to be so many, so many different mediums and. Um, Yes, but I've, I've noticed those, 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 those live conversations. Yeah. yeah, the restream seems to be the right place to diffuse it on multiple channels, right? I, again, I'm I'm certainly the most less knowledgeable of us four on all this, so you'll have it's, to educate me. It, it definitely seems like one pretty good option out there. Like, uh, mm -hmm. Julian, you were saying that you, you're reading up on reviews about um, restream, and it's, it's a pretty popular choice. And, uh, yeah, if that... The more and more versatility it gets to uh, link uh, to link up to YouTube and to link up to other platforms, essentially, uh, yeah, the better. The more widespread the conversation goes, and uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, but yeah, like like Julian's saying, it's it, it, the essence of the whole idea seems to be around everybody having an, an opportunity to get involved and to just have their say and uh you know that that's that's like it's credit is due to everyone who gets involved really and uh you know like yeah. like you were saying earlier don as well it's, 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 it's at this point in time it's relatively new to to us as a as a, as a small group of people um and i wouldn't be surprised to find that many people out there probably would love to jump in and say something but probably feel a little apprehensive and if we are sort of coming down to the level of of, of sort of the everyday person um it's it's an, it's an it's an invitation it's an invitation it can be very inclusive yeah. very very good initiative both of you yeah i also agree and i think as Cla Cla claudie said um you know you're really like speaking directly to my heart <laughs> um as you know i this is my first um um live streaming and i never never ever spoke to people outside and it's i'm you know like me and my keyboard nothing else um yeah i, I definitely think that uh, there are a lot of people outside especially in the community um who are very smart who have very um uh, much data and on, on information um and also passion to share with us yeah. um and it's great of you uh, that you, you you guys started this um and yeah, so if um, uh, if if I can do anything else to support this, I'm I'm here. Well, well that's awesome, and it, it, it's 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 also an opportunity for there to be repeat or continued conversations down the line. It's um, it may it may become a challenge at some point if if we've got uh, numerous conversations on the go, but. It's it's with you guys here, right here, right now that this conversation has begun, and uh, it's great. It's great having you guys with us, and it's it's great being involved. Don, in we can put on our visit card founding members, you and me. <laughs> yes, actually, yeah, <laughs> it will be the biggest uh, channel ever because everybody will eventually join, and there will be exactly. like millions of people. <laughs> exactly, yeah. right. I love so, yeah. it. Thank you very much for all your insights and ideas and sharing. And yeah, you can always um, rejoin. And I mean, we have this uh, great group already uh, on Twitter. 
and we've just grow from there and uh yeah yeah we'll, yeah maybe and yeah, maybe we'll be that we'll be in the next um third row um or how's how was it called the uh, <laughs> or the fourth row um yeah fourth row, but yeah. yeah so let's let's really keep keep doing this um maybe um uh, yeah. Also next time. Uh, yeah. 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 Exactly. And we've 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 uh, we've touched on quite a new few few topics then, and it just feels like there's so much more to talk about. So. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I yeah. think maybe um, we could like um, I don't know like with a small ag um, agenda like next time prepare more. Actually, today I came just without any preparation. Um, sorry for this, but um, no. yeah. It, it, it doesn't need any preparation actually i, I had these uh, prepared questions just in case you know, um right. especially for alexandra with her work i wanted to appreciate that and uh, get Thank some you for preparing. Yeah. yeah yes yes and um like um to, to, to take a leaf out of dave lee's book I, I like the idea that he's always saying that he's just unfolding his consciousness as as, as his thoughts evolve he just unfolds them each time he creates a, a new video and it certainly feels like there is the potential for various conversations to really just go where they need to go essentially mm -hmm. and and uh, we all have an intuition towards what's important what needs to become what needs to be uh, uh, expanded on so yeah. yeah yeah bit of planning and a bit of spontaneity yeah um Good. one last note uh sorry for too, being too uh uh too imaginary um yeah i think it's like you know um it's like write, writing if you write something um that you write what you're writing is a is a resonation that comes from from by talking to yourself um then you will write this down to paper i think also talking um in a small group where you have the resonation, this is this is very good. You can exchange ideas and transfer knowledge, um, and yeah, especially we are like a family, so we should definitely keep doing this. I'm for it. And in the end, I'd just like to give uh, credit to uh, Fazat because uh, he kind of uh, gave me uh, the initial idea because he's doing this uh, with his um, Patreon crew. And mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, nice I'd one. Like to thank him. And then we've got to have him on here at some point, hey? Yeah, maybe. We'll see. That'd be great. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. great. Yes. And such no, a kind no. and loving and caring person. Yeah, awesome. Nice one. All right. Well, nice one, guys. Yeah. Thank um, you very much. Yeah, thank, thank you very all. much. Everybody have a lovely evening and um, or afternoon. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next round. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Speak soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. Cheers Bye -bye. for now, guys.